So welcome to the Digital Maddie Show with your host and host Mithil, a show made exclusively for solopreneurs, artists, and coaches who wants to build their business online. With 15 plus years of business experience, I share topics on personal branding, content creation, and digital marketing on this show, and invite many experts who share the same passion like mine. Today we have an amazing guest on our show, and uh, I am excited because uh, the topic is somewhat very favorite to me. So his name is Mark. So Mark Willis is a man who's on a mission to help you think differently about your money, your economy, and your future. After graduating with six figures of student loan debt and discovering a way to turn his debt into real wealth, as he watched everybody lose their retirement savings and home equity in 2008, uh, as we all know as subprime. so he knew that he needed to find a more predictable way to meet his financial objectives and those of his clients so he's going to you know share a lot of ideas and tips related to that and around that so without wasting much of our time let's bring the hero on to the show so we have mark over here hi mark hi metal great to be with you today awesome thank you so much mark so mark uh, can you share your back story with us Absolutely. Well, it was a dark and stormy night uh, when I I graduated from college with unexpectedly, I suppose, six figures of student loan debt and no real plan to pay it off. I stumbled into the financial world as a slave to that debt, and I've been trying to find strategies to help not only myself but also all of our clients break free ever since. Uh, since then, I have become debt-free, better than debt-free. I've become a certified financial planner here in the United States, and we work with clients all across the country over Zoom or over the phone. And we have a great conversation about transformation, which is really what money is at the end of the day all about. It's about life transformation and legacy, and helping you impact this world. That's awesome, Mark. Loving, loving that intro. It's uh, you know you actually follow the concept of KISS. Keep it short and simple. Super cool. I I think you know the the world if it's the old phrase if I had more time I would have written you a longer a shorter letter not a longer letter a shorter letter so yeah simple <laughs> is good absolutely so uh looking at your back story mark like you know you graduated with a debt in your hand so tell me one thing mark is it really possible to you know uh, be better than debt free it was it was really not taught to me to do anything other than just to pay off my student loan debt i had been given a sort of a pathway to follow and radio hosts and financial gurus on the radio gave me the advice to do what's called the snowball method just wipe out your debts one by one get out of debt as soon as you can and then become debt free and then you can start to save for your future uh and that worked okay i suppose and we scraped along and we lived on as little as we could to throw as much as we could toward our debts but it felt like that empty feeling you get whenever you eat too much sugar that empty you know like cheap carbs in your body it's that sugar high for about 15 minutes and then you get a crash uh and that's sort of how it feels when you pay off all this debt because here i was in my mid to late 20s trying to pay off all this debt and the most valuable dollars in my lifetime were just being vaporized they were going into somebody else's bank and 
somebody came along, a mentor of ours came along and sat us down and talked to us about the problem of opportunity cost. Now that's truly what it is. It is, there's a major problem with paying with your debts, paying your debts off with cash. And that problem is opportunity cost. The real, the real problem is when I pay cash for something, whether it's a debt like our student loans or a car, I am not only losing the money I would have otherwise had in my pocket had I not bought the car or paid off the debt, but I'm also losing whatever that money might have grown to and earned had I not paid off the debt or bought the car and left the money invested instead. That's the problem of opportunity cost. So at the end of the day, yes, you can be better than debt-free. What's better than being uh, free from banks? What's better than that? It's being the bank. If you can become the bank and pay yourself the interest you could have otherwise you know, paid to a banker or a credit card company, that beats paying cash. The problem with paying cash is you're still financing. You're just financing it from your future self. But if you're the banker, then all of a sudden you can collect that interest, not only from yourself, but also from others as well. When you're the banker, you will control the entire financial environment where your money lives. And that's something that very few financial vehicles allow you to do, but a few will if you know where to look and how to structure things properly. Wow. So Mark, basically you're trying to tell is self-banking uh, with like, you know, as compared to traditional banking. So mm -hmm. as per you, Mark, uh, why is self-banking better than traditional banking? Well, when you think about it, banks have been around a long time, but banking has been around since the dawn of civilization. There's a great book out there by David Graeber. The book is called Debt, the First 5,000 Years, Mitzel, 5,000 Years. And it is mo no more true than today that banks are truly in control of the financial economy. Um, whatever your political leanings, I don't really care. Banks don't care because they have the purse strings. They know what they're doing. Uh, and if banks and debt have been around for that long, according to the Lindy effect, we can assume that banks will continue to exist far past you and me and will live for at least another 5,000 years. So banking is as old as cave paintings as far as human existence is concerned. Uh, and we better well get used to how banking fits into our lives. We are all in the banking business, even if you think you're debt-free or even if you pay cash for everything, you're still in the banking business because you're depositing money into their system, right? So is it possible that you could use the problem of banking that most people live in, where the average consumer spends a good portion of his or her waking hours just to service the debt that they're in with banks, credit cards, finance companies? You know, since the uh, last well, since the start of 2022, we've seen such a surge in credit card debt here in the United States. It's actually the largest increase of credit card debt buildup in recorded history uh, here in just the last two or three months. Here, as we're recording this in summer 2022, that should tell us something about the permanence of banks. But the modern conception of banks doesn't have to be what you and I participate in. You can opt out of that system. It's like the matrix, you know, you can unplug from that system and control your financial future. And if you can self-bank, if you can find a way to bring the banking function out of the hands of, you know, mega corporations and uh, federal governments and bring that back into your personal life on a one-on-one -on -one basis, you start banking at the you and me level again, just like we've done for thousands of years. 
it actually has a mega impact on your financial future. In fact, as a certified financial planner, I would go as far as to say that how you manage the banking function in your life will impact you more than what you got on your stock market index fund or mutual fund or crypto fund or whatever uh, over the last few years. Banking is the smallest hinge that can swing the biggest door in your financial life if you know how to swing it. Wow, this is this is truly deep if you try to understand and you're just you know trying to uh, scratch the surface with this conversation. It's a whole big uh, concept altogether. And yes, I truly agree with you. Bank has always been in the past and bank will more or less be in the future too. It's all about uh, trying to like, you know, match the frequency and get the same concept. Awesome. Uh, there's one more thing, Mark, which I have read in a uh, lot of articles as well as in uh, like, you know, circulars and curriculums is something called as uh, going upstream financially. So uh, like definitely I know a bit about it, but I would love all the people who are listening to this episode, even they to get about uh, like, you know, the concept of behind it. So Mark, can you just share, like, you know, what does it mean to go upstream financially? Well, that um, can go in a lot of directions. So I'll give you just maybe two tributaries that take us upstream, financially speaking. So as I mentioned earlier, you can go from a debtor to a saver to a wealth accumulator. Debtor to saver to wealth accumulator. That's a great way to go upstream financially. I'll tell you my story. Again, the the debt that we carried, my wife and I carried, mostly on my shoulders, because uh, I carried it into the marriage. Most of that debt was mine. Uh, we were thinking like a debtor. We thought, how are we going to get out from under the thumb of this bank? And that was sort of all we thought about. We ate, slept, worked for the bank. We were slaves to the bank. And then we began, began to become debt-free, and we lived under this idea of a saver's mentality. But savers are in the same rat race that the debtor is, just on the other side of the rat's maze. The saver saves, 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 and then crashes down when he spends that money. The debtor is in debt, and he climbs up that staircase, and then only to fall back down again when he buys the next car, or the master's degree, or the credit card, or whatever it is that he or she is doing. He's either climbing up the debt staircase only to fall down again or climbing up the saver's staircase only to crash down again, all the while years are passing and no wealth is being accumulated. Okay, so how do we escape that? How do we get escape velocity and break through to a smart, stable, and permanent financial future? Well, you've got to become a wealth accumulator, which means you've got to find assets that do not stop compounding when you access them. Let me say that again a slightly different way. You've got to begin you've got to begin to build wealth with financial tools and assets that will continue to compound even when you're using that capital or cash without interruption. You know, they say uninterrupted compound growth is the most powerful financial force in the universe. Right? And that's not just true in finance. That's true in the entire universe, okay? So an an exploding supernova is a uninterrupted compounding force until it's prevailed upon by outside influences like space and gravity and so forth. If left to its own devices, the algae in a lake will just cover that lake. And that's true with uninterrupted compound growth in math, in yeast, in, in your bread, and in your finances. Uninterrupted compound growth is the most powerful force in the universe if you know how to manage it. The trouble is leverage and compound growth can work against us too. And that's how banks have really pushed us down for these many years. And 
it's, you know, my, you know, humble work to try to help people realize that they are not stuck under that banker's thumb. They can break free if they have the right tools and resources. And we love all day long sitting down with folks to discuss, discover, and implement financial strategies that help them uh, take back control of their future. This is amazing, Mark. And uh, I think the word which you, like, you know, sometime back used, I have heard this in two days in a row, cash flow. And, uh, you know, it's constantly ringing because, like, you know, one of my role model, Robert Kiyosaki, so the book he wrote, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So I was just going through that and I was speaking to one of my friend who is like in India, he is like a coach who, you know, helps uh, people play cash uh, cash flow board games. So it's amazing. And we were just having an interview yesterday and, you know, the same thing popped up. So I could understand, yes, that, you know, these are very crucial. And most of uh, the people, especially entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, they, they start with an idea. They start with a concept. They start with a passion. But these are certain things which they need to educate also because uh, in order to like, you know, it's like your business is your car and cash flow is like your fuel. So the more it has, the more you'll be able to, you know, uh, go places and uh, see beautiful things. So, yes, this financial education plays a very vital role. And Mark, you're doing an amazing job. And so deep gratitude and thank you for doing that. My pleasure. And, you know, back at you, man. Uh, we're changing the world, you and me, and so many more on this uh, platform. And, you know, we're living in the future that we can even have this conversation right now. So keep up the great work of creating content. Thank you so much, Mark. So with this, Mark, we come to the end of the phase one of the interview. And uh, the phase two is rapid fire round. But I'm going to ask you five questions. And what is the first thing that comes in your mind? You just have to share that. So are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So let me make it a little intense. Let me zoom a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mark, very first question. What is the one thing you would like to add in your bucket list in 2022? Definitely Switzerland is uh, feeling like a pretty awesome place to visit. I think doing some mountain backpacking, mountain hiking, mountain climbing. I believe in going up a mountain and safely coming back down. And I'll tie that into finance. So many people climb that mountain get as big a pile of money under them as possible, and then have no plan to distribute that cash safely to get back down to base camp and plant their flag. So I want to go to Switzerland. I want to climb some of the, you know, the Zumrat, the, uh, some of the major famous mountains and see some of the sites there. And I love setting people up for financial success, just like climbing up a mountain and then safely back down. So it's basically like, you know, building your own Uncle Scrooge vault where you can just swim. Right? Yeah, exactly. We want that money to flow. We don't want it just uh, sitting in the swamps of uh, of your of your gold vault, for sure. Absolutely. So, Mark, uh, describe yourself in three words. Um, fun, loving, powerful. How about that? That's actually powerful. Super cool. Loved it. So, who do you admire the most, Mark? Yeah, I've been thinking about this one. I think the one of the greatest thinkers in this space of banking is someone named Nelson Nash. Nelson Nash, he passed away a few years ago. I admire him because he thought different. And there's an old phrase, uh, you know, 80% of people, uh, let's see, what's the phrase? 10% of people think. Another 10% another think that they think. And the rest of us would rather die than think. So Nelson Nash was one of the people who really, truly thought, and he helped 
break open my mind to understanding that banking was something that we didn't have to outsource to mega corporations. We could do it ourselves at the you and me level. So Nelson Nash. Awesome. I think I've heard his name prior to, was it mentioned in certain movies or has he written books? Because I like, you know, maybe I have come across this name uh, before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's written a book called uh, becoming your own banker. Okay. Yeah. Then, because I was going through Peter Lynch books and then probably must have seen the shelf. Awesome. So, uh, all right. So who's your favorite superhero and why? Well, superhero, I would say Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle, if he counts. I like him because, yes, yeah, he's my favorite Ninja Turtle. You know, everyone's got their own. I realize that they're all awesome, but I like Michelangelo because he got the job done and he had fun while doing it. He seemed to really love being a turtle. Absolutely. Then I think you and me are the same because my favorite is Michelangelo. Like All the right. way like, you know, do it and those nunchucks, man. I'm that telling that. you, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, bring those guys back. <laughs> nice, lovely. All right. So this is something. Uh, this is cool. Like you know, uh, let me let me see how you um, give the answer on this one. So if a movie was to be made on your life, what genre would it be, and who would play this role? Yeah, I think if we could make it a choose your own adventure style movie, you know, I don't know if that's even possible. Some of these Netflix movies, you can pick and choose which way you want the character to act or go. I just think it'd be cool. Uh, And as far as who, I think it'd be cool to have someone like an old classic actor like Humphrey Bogart or someone cool like that um, just playing just because, I mean, what would he be like in a choose your own adventure movie? That's all. But you look more like Bruce Willis. I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We even share a last name, although no relation that I'm aware of. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know, the first time you came, like, you know, like, is it really Bruce Willis? So, like, <laughs> that's right. A little bit of Bruce Willis, a little bit of Mr. Clean. Um, either way, we've got a bald head. That's for sure. Awesome. So thank you, Mark, for participating in the rapid fire round. That was fun. And I hope you also enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So, Mark, all the people who are listening to this particular episode, if they want to connect and know more about you and more about uh, your work, how can they do that? You know, if you would like to find a way to break free and and break out of the rat race of the debt staircase or the savers staircase and move upstream financially, uh, I can help. We work with folks all across the United States and beyond to help them break through to a stable future. You can go to Kickstart with Mark. Dot com. That's kickstart with Mark with a K dot com. And I'd be happy to chat. We can set up a 15 minute chat and see what's possible here. So you would find all the links in the description. Do check out his profiles and especially even this one, because trust me, he's knowledgeable and I, I can purely see the authenticity and the credibility that he has built over a period of time. Lovely. Uh, Mark, I'm truly enjoying this episode, but like now with the time comes to an end too. So before we end this episode, what is the one message you would like to give to our listeners? No matter where you live in the world, everyone can sit down for five minutes and write down what you want your money doing for you. If you put down on a sheet of paper or on an app or something, just somewhere where you can think through what is it you want your money doing for you, you'll be more in control after that five-minute thought exercise because too many people put money in places because they were told to or because they thought it was cool the latest stock or the latest uh, gadget or whatever it is, the latest IPO. But if you can think through what do I want tax-free in the future? Do I want some sort of access to the money? Do I want it to be protected? 
Do I want it to grow at a competitive rate? These sorts of conversations with yourself or with your partner can help you take a bit more control even after just five minutes. Absolutely. So once again, Mark, thank you so much for taking out your lovely time, sharing with us a lot about finance and how it is crucial for you know being self-banking than relying primarily on traditional banking. So it was deep and I'm sure that all the people who are either watching this as a video on YouTube or listening as a podcast, they would be beneficial too. So once again, deep gratitude, Mark, for doing a phenomenal job in your niche, educating people financially and, uh, you know, doing an awesome, like, you know, you, you are actually a superhero for many people. So thank you so much, Mark, for that. Hey, well, thanks. If uh, Ninja Turtles are still um, hiring, uh, let's see if we can apply and, and get the job, man. <laughs> Absolutely. So you have just listened to The Distilled Maddie Show with your host and host Mithil. Thank you so much for listening to our show and giving so much love. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on the podcast platform you are listening. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. This is Mithil signing off with Mark at the moment. Until next time, meet you soon with another guest and their exciting stories. But until then, keep rocking, stay safe, and don't forget to keep creating content. Ciao.